Jesus spoke to a crippled man who had been sick for 38 years and was sitting by a pool wanting to get well. There's one thing that was good about that man. He wanted to get well. And he had been waiting for 38 years to get well. And Jesus spoke to him. And I'm going to read from the scripture. John chapter 5, verse 5 through 9. Now a certain man was there who had an infirmity 38 years. When Jesus saw him lying there. And knew that he already had been in that condition a long time. So Jesus knew. Let me let you know. He knows where you've been. He knows exactly what's been taking place in your life. This man never called for Jesus. Jesus sought him out. And he's seeking you out today. You may think you came here on your own. No. He brought you here. Because he wants to heal you. He wants you happy. God created you to be happy. And he made the provision for you to be happy. There's another one that doesn't want you happy. And wants to destroy everything that he's made. Prepared for you. But God's greater than he is. And God has defeated him on the cross. And today we will receive the benefits of the cross. So get ready to get well. Whether it's an emotional sickness. Or it's a physical sickness. I was telling God, give them brand new organs. And he's going to do that today. I've seen that before. God's going to give you a brand new organ. God's going to heal your back. God's going to heal you this morning. Jesus found this man. And he spoke to him. He said, do you want to be made well? Do you want to be made well? In other words, I can make you well. Do you want it? There are many of us sitting this morning and God, the Lord Jesus is asking you. Do you want to get well? Do you want to be made well? Because Jesus wants to make you well. The problem is not him. The problem is you, whether you want to be made well. I'm sure the man had sat there for 38 years wondering whether God wanted to make him well. But here Jesus was declaring to him, it's not God's problem, it's your problem. Do you want it? Say with me, I want it. I want it with all of my heart. I really want this today. Jesus said, do you want to be made well? Well, the guy started giving excuses. Sir, I have no man to put me in the pool when the water is stirred. But while I'm coming, another steps down before me. And Jesus was listening to him. He said, okay, let's stop that now. Just rise up. Amen? Rise, take up your bed, and walk. Notice what Jesus didn't do. This is some of the things that God teaches you. Notice Jesus didn't say, Son, I'm making you well now. It's okay for you to rise up now. No. He gave him a command. Rise, take up your bed, and walk. And that's what God wants you to do. If you're sick, 
hear the word of God after prayer, believe that you're healed, and act on it. Once you hear the word, act on it. If, if you're hurting in your leg, stop the ground with your leg, and you will notice the pain is gone. If you hesitate, it's like coming out of the boat, or wanting to get out of the boat, and testing the water to see if it's going to hold your weight. God says, that's a double-minded person. I can't deal with him. So we're going to go fully with God today, and God's going to heal you. The healing is, the gospel message is not a side issue. It's not a side issue. Jesus didn't come to the world to die for sin alone. Most people think Jesus died for our sins. Yes, that's the truth. But he didn't die for sin alone. He died for your healing as well. That's according to the scriptures. That's not according to me. Healing is not a side issue. Something that God does to prove that he's God. No, it was a part of God's redemptive work. Just like being forgiven and going to heaven, God made preparation for your healing. They go together. There was never a time Jesus sent the disciples out to preach the gospel without telling them to heal the sick. Because they go together. You can't preach the gospel without healing the sick. It's not complete. You can't find anywhere Jesus preached and didn't heal the sick. You can't find it. You can't find anywhere in the scriptures where Jesus sent his disciples out and didn't command them to heal the sick. In Luke 9 verse 2, he says, go preach the gospel and heal the sick. So we, we can do that. When we meet in the name of Jesus and Jesus with us, the sick will be healed. Is any sick among you, James says in James chapter 5, verse 13 and 14, any sick among you, call for the elders. Take care of the problem. We don't want sickness among us. Take care of the problem. Let them anoint them with oil and let them pray a prayer of faith over them and God will heal the sick and if they've committed any sin, it will be forgiven. Why? Because they go together. When God heals, He forgives as well. When He forgives, He heals as well. You can have part of it. They go together. It's a lie to separate them. Matthew chapter 10 verse 1, he says, And when he had called his twelve disciples together to him, he gave them power over unclean spirits to cast them out. He gave them power also to heal all kinds of sickness and all kinds of disease. When he sent you out, he gives power. And in, in Acts chapter 1, Jesus said, and you shall receive power. That's the same power. After the Holy Ghost has come upon you, the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you will be witnesses. Why? Because you will be doing the same work that I did. He says he gave them power to go preach the gospel, to heal the sick. And verse 7 says, and as you go, preach. As you go, preach. That's what I'm doing this morning, amen? I'm going and I'm preaching. 
As you go preaching, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. The end is coming. We are coming to the end. Then he says, heal the sick. I can do that because he said I can. Hello. He said, when you preach, heal. And he is with me. I've obeyed him. Our prayer partners, we've obeyed. You can be healed this morning. He said, heal the sick. Cleanse the lepers. Raise the dead. I'm still looking for one to do. Okay. Now, cast the demons out. Cast out demons. And then he said these amazing words. Freely you have received. Freely give. I have received the power to heal. I have it. Don't get jealous, okay? Well, I have it. You can have it also. Because Jesus gave it to all of us who believe. We have the power. He won't lie to us. Jesus cannot lie to us. When we see somebody do an act of healing through the name of Jesus, we say, oh, that's nice. Oh, he's a man of God. Really anointed. They used to do that to me and I'd say, I wish you all really know that you have the same thing that I got. <laughs> you won't be doing this for me because I'm your brother. But I know what God's given to me. I received that freely. He was given to me freely. And I'm ready to give it away. I'm ready to give it away by His grace. It's by His grace. He gets the glory. I can heal a fly on my own power. But He gave me the power. Amen. But He, he can walk through me. And He can heal today. And you will be healed today. In Jesus name. It's not a side issue. It was part of what God ordained from the very beginning. It tells us in Psalm 103, beginning from verse 1. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless His holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not of His benefits. What are the benefits of the cross? What are these benefits we're talking about? Who forgives all our iniquities all of it who heals all our diseases that includes cancer high blood pressure back pain leg pain head pain I pain, whatever pain you want to call it. It includes all of it. He heals all our diseases and let God be true. And every man a liar, including the sickness in your body is a lie. God's healed you according to his word. God says, don't forget his benefits for you. Many of us have forgotten. And we are tolerating sickness. I always pray and tell my buddy, you're too hot. Cancer, you can't live in here. It's too hot in here for you. Yeah. Not in this body where the Holy Spirit lives. So don't say that. What if it happens? It will never happen. God won't die. <laughs> He's alive. A doctor says that. He's just talking. You don't know what I know. He heals all our diseases, including what you got this morning. God's going to heal every one of you. Amen? Amen. Everyone is going to be healed. It's not a side issue here. Matthew chapter 8, verse 16. 
It says, when evening had come, they brought all who were uh, possessed by devils, and Jesus cast out the demons with, his, with a word that it might be fulfilled, all that was written by Isaiah the prophet, that he himself took our infirmities and bore our sicknesses. Jesus didn't just die for sin. He bore your sickness in the same way as he bore your sin. The same way. He bore our sins on his own body. But he also bore our sicknesses on his own body. Why will he bear our sins on his own body? So that we can be forgiven and have no sin and be made righteous. Why did he bear our sickness? So that we can be healed and have no sickness. That's the way. God wants you well. And he made provision for you to be well. And the Bible says, today is the day of salvation. Now is the accepted time. God wants to heal you. Not tomorrow, now. And you will be healed today, amen? God's going to heal you today. You know, the Bible tells us in Isaiah chapter 53, that Jesus himself, verse 5, it says, but he was wounded for our transgressions. That has to do with sin. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was laid upon him. And with his stripes we are healed. This is talking about Jesus in the Old Testament before he went to the cross. And God was telling us that what will bring us peace. Peace means you are mentally sound. No emotional sickness. No anxiety. No fears. In fact, the Bible tells us God did not give us the spirit of fear. So if I'm, fe- I'm afraid, then I have a spirit of bondage. I have no fear of anything. I won't be concerned if a man starts running towards me with a gun in his hand. I'll start speaking in tongues and telling him, you're dead today. You're, lo- you're looking for real trouble? There's nothing to be afraid of. Because I'm surrounded with angels. God tells us in Hebrews chapter 1, we need to believe these things. He said, I have given angels to take charge over your life. I'm not ordinary. I have the Son of God living in me. God is with me, so I have nothing to be afraid of. You have nothing to be afraid of. That's why it's called good news. If you're sick, you can get well. If you're broke, God can make, meet your needs. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He'll take care of you. But you need to believe the word. God wants to heal you this morning, not in every area. Your finances, whatever is healing your family and your life, your physical body. He came that we might have life. And that we might have it more abundantly. The chastisement of our peace. What will bring us peace? You know peace? You know real peace in your home. You got nothing to worry about. That's God's will for your life. It was laid upon Jesus himself. Jesus Jesus himself was anointed. 
Did you know Jesus is called the Christ? Do you know what that means? Christ means the anointed one. Christ means the anointed one. When we use Jesus Christ, we're saying Jesus, the anointed one. So, why is he called Christ? What is he supposed to do as the Christ? I'm glad you asked. (laughs) In Acts chapter 10 verse 38, he tells us what that's supposed to be. And please take that to heart this morning. He says, and God, how God anointed, that's made him the Christ, anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power. Why? Who went about doing good and healing how many? All, including you. Healing all who were oppressed by the devil. So what is God saying? Sickness is an oppression of the devil. I'm not going to be walking around with Satan's oppression with me all my life. Get rid of that thing today, amen? It's your time to get rid of it. And God's going to do that for you, amen? This morning, you are going to be healed. He was anointed so that we can be healed. Did Jesus heal everyone? I've had that kind of question. Did Jesus heal everyone? If you really believe in this healing stuff, why don't you go to the hospital and get just heal all of them and bankrupt the doctors so that they sue you? Why don't you just do that? So people say, well, we don't believe in healing. If you all really believe this thing. But let me tell you, Jesus didn't heal everyone. I know you're shocked. But everyone who came to him for healing was healed. Jesus never went to hospitals. He didn't go to the leper colony. They had it in his time. He didn't go there. But every leper that left the colony to search for him got healed. Remember ten of them? Everyone that came to him for healing, he healed. You cannot find one person that came to Jesus that wasn't healed. But the Bible tells us he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And he is here. He said, if two or three people gather in my name, I am there with them. So uh, you may not be able to see him, but believe me, he's standing here this morning. And you better give him reverence. He is standing here this morning. Don't come to Pastor Goodluck. I'm just a man. But I'm telling you, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, you may not be able to see him, but he's standing here in all his glory, and he's ready to make you well this morning. If you believe it, you will never leave this place with your sickness in your body. It's impossible because Jesus is right here this morning. It's impossible for you to leave this place with your sickness. If you left this place with it, that's because you want to. You want to. Same question. Do you want to get well? Do you want to get well? That's my belief. I've seen God heal people. So I don't have anything to prove. I remember once I was praying, and I've shared this before. This lady came to me in Cordale, Georgia. And her daughter, little girl, and uh, she was completely deaf in one ear. 
And the other ear was almost gone, com- almost completely gone. And she was, as soon as she started talking to me, because she had seen a few miracles, and she wanted healing, so she came to me directly. <laughs> she started talking to me, and she started crying. And I, did, I just didn't like that. And I said, look, look, woman, stop all this crying thing. Um, God's going to heal your daughter, I can't handle it. See a woman crying from me. It's very rough for me. Tough. So I was going to end that stuff so I feel better. You know. So I told her, please, lady, stop crying. God's going to heal your daughter. And uh, this pastor that really knows how to heal. I put, stuck my fingers in her ear and I started praying. You know, when I pray like that, those days I'm really loud. I figure the devil is is hard of hearing. He can hear very well, so I need to scream. He's still not kidding. So I was screaming. I said, come out, you deaf, dumb spirit. Come out of her. And I kept praying. And the little girl kept, sir, sir, you can stop now. I can hear you. Stop. (laughs) Stop. And I said, what did you say? She said, sir, I want you to stop. I can hear now. The whole church started laughing at me. I said, but I'm still the preacher, okay? <laughs> I'm still the preacher. God's going to do just that. Amen. God's going to heal you this morning. I'm really tempted to go this way. Did you know that when Jesus, the people came out of Egypt and God brought them out, there were about three million of them? With Moses, three million under the old covenant. Are we up to 500 here today? Three million of them. God healed all of them in one day. One day, when they left after they applied the blood, put on the lentil and they ate the lamb that they ate, there was... From that day on, there was not one sick person in the whole multitude. You can never read in the Old Testament, in the wilderness, that there's somebody was sick. It's not there. We live under a better covenant. The reason we are suffering is because we don't understand the covenant. You know what covenant means? Promise. Let me ask you this. Will God keep his promise? Do you believe God will keep his commitment to you? If God has committed something to you, will God keep his promise? If you can believe that God is not a liar, if he said he would do something that he would do, you know what that is called? That's faith. You don't need any more faith. All you need is to believe that God will keep his promise. That's all you need. That's all you need. That's all you need. And God will certainly keep his promise. It says in Psalm 105 verse 37, He also brought them out with silver and gold, and there was none feeble among the tribes. Nobody. Everyone was well. God even took care of their shoes. Read. They walked for 40 years and their shoes were still okay. That's Old Testament. We're talking about the New Testament today. 
And it's the same Jesus that was with them in the wilderness. They drank from that rock, and that rock was Christ. And today we are drinking from Him. Amen? And you're going to be healed. I'm really tempted to go this way. I never preach a healing message without ending this way. It's really exciting for me. So if you've heard this, I heard this before, please bear with me. But I, I, I have to go this way. Uh, Jesus went into a place called Gennesaret. And uh, Matthew chapter 14, verse 34 through 36. It says, and when, that's verse 35, and when the men of that place recognized him, let me start from verse 34. When they had crossed over, they came to the land of Gennesaret. And when the men of that place recognized him, they sent out into all the surrounding region, brought to him all who were sick, and begged him that they might only touch the hem of his garment. And as many as touched it were made perfectly well. As many as touched the arm of his garment were made perfectly well. And God started ministering to me. You know what happened? Jesus showed up in town with a bunch of guys following him. And, and one man finally says, hey, that looks like Jesus. And the other guy said, are you sure? What would he be doing in this region? He said, Baba, that's, that's Jesus. And so one of them got close. This is gospel according to good luck, okay? One of them got close and says, eh, Jesus? He said, yeah, Jesus of Nazareth. Hey. They said, wow, this is opportunity for everybody to be well. He showed up. They said, Jesus, please, can you please sit around for a while? We're going to go get all the sick. And so they made Jesus to see. And guess what Jesus did? He waited for them. They didn't go into Gennesaret alone, not just that city. They went over all the regions, picking up the sick people from every home. They came to this home, your home. Hey, you got anybody sick in here? And he said, what do you want? Hey, we're looking for sick people. Why? Bring if you got sick. Jesus is here. Uh, he's really sick. He's really weak. If you move him, he might die. Let him die. We're moving him. <laughs> Jesus is here. So they grabbed the fellow and they ran. They said, Jesus, okay, we still got some more. So they put the guy down. They ran, ran back. And all the sick people, some came work well. They come in to Jesus all over the place. And before long, because they had gone all over the region, he got, wow, all these sick people. Man, we've kept Jesus for a real long time. How are we going to do this? How are we going to do this? So they devised a way that they should get well. And they went to him and said, uh, Jesus, um, would you just sit down? We will let the people, you know, you can't touch all of them, okay? Let them just touch your clothes. Is it okay? And Jesus said, okay. Yes. They were telling Jesus how they wanted to get well. Isn't it amazing? You can tell God how you want Him to heal you. That's incredible. So they lined up, right? And they started touching Jesus' garment one after the other. And uh, I see myself on the line. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm really sick and I want to get well. And I'm counting the number of people ahead of me. 
as the others are saying, I can see, I can see, and the other kicking and all of that because he's healed now, and I can't wait for my turn, and I'm telling them, move the line. If all you got to do is touch, it's coming. Is that difficult? Move the line. Come on. Hey, fellow, maybe I'm blind. How many, tell me, how many people do you have in front of me? Tell me. One, two, three, four. You only got five. Oh, wow. This is interesting. We don't see it that way. But that's the way it was. That's the way it was. They all didn't go touching him. They did it one after the other. And everyone that touched was on the other side screaming and rejoicing. The same Jesus is here this morning. And he will heal you. He healed you. You know, this morning I was praying. We're back time. I was praying and I said, God, you need to give me some direction. What do I do? I'd like to get instruction from him. Just like we had our last healing service, he gave me instruction. And so I want to know what he wants to do. And I want to flow with that. This is the way what he told me to do. Put your hand up. If you are a Christian, your hand can heal. He gave you that authority. Now I'm going to tell you, if you put your hand on yourself while I pray, that sickness is going to leave. After we've done that, I'm going to call, no doubt, some of you will be healed. Check yourself. If you couldn't move, move. Okay? And I'm going to call you up to testify. We'll have a few testimonies. Lock that door. Nobody's leaving. One of the things... One of the things that God told me this morning, he says, he said, when this thought came through my head, I said, God, this is America, you know. They have to go for their lunch. (laughs) And they missed what I heard in my head, and I was sharing with Michael this morning. Where's Michael? Back there. I was sharing with him, and he said, that's the problem in the West. They don't have time for me. They're out very quickly. And we prayed this morning and said, we're not doing that. I'm going to stay here as long as it takes. And I beg you, in the name of the Lord, please stay. This is very divine. It seems real. What we're doing is like plaything, but this is life here. And let's take some time. We can get the hamburgers later. But this is time for divine work. Amen? So it's very important. So we're going to pray. And you, people are going to be healed. Check yourself. And we need, you need to testify. You seal it when God heals you. And it comes out of your mouth. If you are afraid that it might come back, guess what it will? That's fear. Your, whatever you fear, you attract. Whatever you believe, you will also attract. They are opposite, but they work in the same fashion. So come out and tell the people what God has done and do it boldly. And then after that, our prayer partners will be out here. If you need, because the Bible says, hands should be laid on people. So we're going to lay hands on you. Our prayer partners have prepared themselves and God will heal you. I don't care if you're deaf or blind. Do we have anybody who can hear properly here? Anybody here that can hear properly? You cannot hear properly? Okay, come up. Come up. Um, 
do we have a space for them to sit because I need to obey the Lord. I will do that and I'll come back to you. Do you have one ear that doesn't hear properly or both? Just one? Okay. After I pray for you, that ear is going to be open. Do you have both? Just one? Okay. That's going to be open as well. Just one? Okay. Good. Good. That's very good. And you too? Okay. Uh, Can you clear up the front part? Let them sit here because I want to go ahead. I will pray for you later. But let's be seated. I want to obey what God told me first. But don't go back to your seat. Sit up front here. We are clearing that place for you. Good. Good. Amen. Now, you know what the scripture says? If two of you shall agree concerning anything, it's going to be done on the earth if we'll agree. So, how many agree that all of this will hear properly today? Will you agree? Good. Wonderful. Wonderful. Stand up. Stand up. Stand up. If you're sick in the body, please, I need you to place your hand where you're hurting. Place your hand where you're hurting. Uh, It doesn't matter where. If it's something where you can place your hand, too embarrassing, put your hand on your head. Okay? (laughs) Yes. But if you're sick this morning, place your hand and I'm going to pray and God's going to heal you. Amen. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. In the name of Jesus, by the power of the Holy Spirit, and the mighty name of Jesus, I command that sickness, that pain, that Headache, that back pain, that stomach pain, that leg pain, eye pain, whatever it is, spirits of infirmity, I bind you right now in the name of Jesus. I command you leave right now by the power of the Holy Spirit. I command you to leave by the mighty name of Jesus of Nazareth whom God raised from the dead, I command you, leave the people of God. I curse cancer right now in Jesus' name, in the body of God's people. Every cancerous curse, I bind you, I command you to leave God's people. I command for brand new organs to be given to God's people right now, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, God, because you're healing them. Thank you, God, because the pain is leaving them. Thank you, God, because you're healing them. I'm so grateful. Thank you, Jesus, for healing your people. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Now, check yourself. Check yourself what you couldn't do before. Check yourself. Check yourself. If God's healed you, you'll know. Do what you couldn't do before. That's faith. You'll feel it. You'll feel it. This is not a suggestion. If God hasn't healed you, you don't need to say it. But if He has, you need to say it. How many of you feel God has healed you? Let me see your hand up. Thank you. Thank you. Can you come up front? Come here. Come up. Come up. Come and meet me. Don't be shy. 
I see your hand up. Come up. Come up. I see your hand up. Tell what God has done. It's always good to tell what God's done. Come up, come up to the stage. You feel the pain is gone, right? Come on, come on, come up, come up, come up, come up. God healed you. Sir. What did He do for you? I had a bad nerve in my mouth and I can't feel it anymore. Well, hallelujah. Thank hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. What did God do for you? He healed my back. You don't feel any pain? No pain. Well, can you move in? Can you move in? <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. That's good. I praise the Lord Jesus because he healed my back, my spine, my neck, and my hips. This morning. Yes, right now in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. melting away, and I thank him for it. Thank you, Lord. I had this problem for like 11 years. Thank you, Jesus. Amen, 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 amen. Okay, tell what God did. Yes, I could feel some tightness in the chest, some severe tightness in the chest, but um, I feel much better, everything. Oh, God, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Now, tell what God's done. I had a terrible headache when I came this morning, and I felt like the, head- the headache is gone. Amen, amen. We'll put your hands together. Yes, tell us what God's done. From when sprained my ankle years ago, and them old injuries as you age, the limb can get weak, and my ankle has been hurting, and I've been having trouble walking on it. And when Pastor prayed, I put my hands on my ankle, and I can move it around, and I don't feel any more pain. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Come on, let's share. For the past couple of days, I've had issues with taking deep breaths. Please be seated. I'm coming. Amen. Hallelujah. Okay. I have had breast cancer for the past five years. And I'm still fighting it, and the Lord has given me amazing strength to get through it. And I praise Him for everything He's done for me. But I do feel softness now that I did not feel before. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Come here. What year is this? What year? This one? Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you. 